Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Got a new pop filter so I can pop, pop, poop. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's a quality pop filter. Yeah. Pop, pop, poo. <laughs> All right, then we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the greatest podcast in the whole wide world. It's the Friendship Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Yeah, boy, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. But I gotta ask you first things first. Are you okay? Are you are you are you feeling good? You know, you know, you're not you're not you're not feeling uh you're not feeling nervous or anything of the sort. You know, because no. I because I, I found out that something happens apparently when you get nervous. Around people, you know, you know I don't think that's I, weird though. I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with. Let me tell you, there was moments of my childhood when I was asked to go get up in class and walk towards the map and point to a country, and yeah, I had a boner. I don't know. I just, I, just, I would just get so nervous. I would get a fucking Woody. I don't know. Oh, never happened to you? No, no. That is actually the opposite of what happens. I don't think you're supposed to get boners when you're scared of nature. I feel like it's supposed to shrink. You know, because then it becomes, I feel like it becomes a target. Okay. So listeners, it's because there was this video that I guess went viral online where this police officer is frisking this gentleman with no shirt on. And he's like, what is this in your pocket? And this gentleman's like, um, my penis. Uh, and I feel like that <laughs> would be like, me. Oh, that's your penis. <laughs> that would totally be me. Uh, the cop would be like, what is this? And I'm like, sorry, it's my, it's my wiener. I just get so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ew, why is it wet? <laughs> Sorry, if, if you rub the the helmet of my fire engine, you're going to get sprayed. Okay? It's like my grandpa used to say, eh? Don't rub the lamp and then blame the genie for coming on your face, eh? You know, that's what I'm saying. Gotta get that poison out. <laughs> but you've never had a boner in the most, like, awful moment. I mean, yeah, I've had awkward boners, but not due to fear or or nervousness, you know? Like, Well, you know, I didn't look that up, but I'm sure there's, like, evidence to support that. You know, people also giggle when they're nervous. <laughs> that's true. That's definitely true. But that's more, that's more up the alley of something that happens to most people as opposed to uh, scared boners. But I will say, I will leave this one to our listeners. Maybe there's more people like you. Do you get boners when you're freaked out? Let us know, people. Frat Chat Podcast. Follow yeah. us on all channels. At Frat Chat Podcast. Do it. Tell us. Yeah, when was the first time you noticed you, you had a fear boner, as we shall call them? I don't know. I just, I just know that. 
Sometimes Wait a minute. Like, and I didn't come up with the word fear boner. I've seen that on TV. I swear to God. So there's maybe a there's a TV fear show. Boner? Yeah, fear boner. I don't know what TV show. I felt so clever for a second. Then I was like, wait a minute. I definitely stole that from somewhere. Let's see. Fear boner. It's the name of a song, but TV show. Uh, the, the League. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole episode on that show, The League. Fear this guy boner. gets a fear boner. Yeah, I remember it. Steve Ranazisi, who I actually opened for at Magoobies in Baltimore. Oh. Uh, he, his character, they get robbed. They get mugged at the beginning of the episode, and he gets a boner, which is apparently his thing when he's scared. He gets fear boners. And then, and then the whole episode is kind of about Totally that. relatable. Yeah, there you go. I never thought it was. And, you know, if I ever open for him again, I'll say, hey, my friend gets fear boners, too. It'll be very awkward. And then I'll just stare at him while I rub my nipples, you know? <laughs> then we'll go from there. Well, all I can say is I hope Anderson Cooper jumps out of a bush and scares me. Because I'm going to take advantage of that there boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Good job. <laughs> However, does, does the fear boner work if it's a under pressure fear boner? Or, or you know, because that, you know, you that's the thing you got to watch out for. You know, if you're under too much pressure. Oh, it and, always works. And you're getting to that age, too, where you might not be able to do it naturally, you know. So I'm just wondering if you are okay, you know, because I know in your late 40s as he goes. Uh, things starting not to work on time. I feel as like I shouldn't even you know? like comment on that. I um I am thirty five. Thank you, and everything's working nicely down there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I practice a lot by I myself. <laughs> Boo Boo tells me it's like uh it's like when uh you know when you throw a wet noodle down 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 the drain and it just kind of slides down and it's like stuck in there, you know. But it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it takes takes like a, it takes a lot of water to get it down. Is, are you talking you know? from personal experience? <laughs> it's just what he says. You know, it's just what okay. the people the people tell me. It's just do you remember what I hear in the dorms so when we had a street? Do you remember in the dorms when we had a notice to stop jacking off in the drains as it clogs the drain? Do you remember Ew, that in the towers? No, <laughs> I never had that notice. Are you serious? That really happened, dude. The notice went out. And it was like stop ejaculating in the drain because it was clogging showers. I guess. I, I mean, dude, I wasn't going to jerk off in the same shower where my roommates showered and shit. You oh, know? I like definitely I was, did. Yeah. Well, I just made man, sure I went, I went. I don't know how to feel right Let now, Let me man. ask you. <laughs> if you had, like, one of those, like, drains that's, like, like a, a grate, you know? And let's oh, say yeah. if you took a dump in the shower, are you the type of person that would stomp it through the grate? Or would you pick it up and throw it in the toilet? First, I'm gonna take a step back and uh, ask you why am I taking a dump in my shower? That just doesn't seem I don't like know, something. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you went to the same restaurant <laughs> that the girls did in bridesmaids, and you were like, oh. "I gotta, I gotta take a dump." Or right maybe now. it's in, like you know, you you like sneeze like "hachoo" and then look behind you. Oh shit! You know, I'm that like, happens Plop. when I get nervous. <laughs> that also <laughs> happens. Uh, okay, so what would you do? Would you stomp it down, uh, or would you pick it up with your fingers? I would pick it up because if you stomp it down, then you're gonna get shit everywhere, and then you're gonna have to clean that up. So, I mean, but then again, if I'm if I'm pooping in the shower, I'm not thinking rationally here. So I guess I would be, go with the irrational answer, which would be to stomp it down. I'm already I'm already shitting now, in my shower. Now, what here. if same scenario? But what if you're at the gym and like the, the lock at the, the gym, gym because you, you're not that close to the toilets so you would have to Ew. leave the shower stall and walk around I never, a alcove well, and throw out the turd that you, you're holding in your fingers okay first things first my friend what the fuck do you do in your personal life man that's disgusting 
And two, I don't like showering at the gym. I mean, I've done it, but I don't like it. You know, I feel like it's not clean enough for my liking. You know, as you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a germaphobe with these things. So I'm not a fan. I'm personally not a fan. And I've seen the bathroom toilets. Like they had a plumbing issue a couple of times where like literally like shit was coming out of like the bottom of the ground. Yeah. Uh, where like the grates, you know. And so it's like that's in the same that's in the same place where the showers are. So I was like, nah, I can't do it, dude. I cannot fucking do it. So I've done it a couple times out of necessity, but now my gym here in Hoboken is very close to my apartment, anyways. But it's like there's no reason to. I can just run back real quick, you know. Totally. You know, I um. What do you do? Are you are you a stomper? Or are you? A I would totally upper? stomp that shit out, dude. Because I, you know, I I don't <laughs> I care it. if I get poo on my feet, but the moment you have it on your fingers, you'll be smelling your fingers for the rest of time. Wondering yeah, if but it's you still have to lingering. You have to think about the fact that it's going through a grate. So when you stomp this thing through, it's not going to just slide down. It's going to splash. Okay, it's going to splash a lot. Some of it's gonna go down the holes. Some of it's gonna splash on you. <laughs> you know, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be covered in shit essentially here. I don't think you've thought this through. Well, that's the risk I'm willing to take. Well, what's that guy that likes to lick your feet gonna say next time he comes over? <laughs> and you got you got some shit in those toe crevices. What's he gonna say, Seema? Are you gonna disappoint He's gonna him? Say- Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) I don't know. You brought chocolate with dessert. (laughs) Yeah, boy. (laughs) Yum. Oh, Jesus. Oh, by the way, I I don't know if uh, you saw this, but I feel like you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, Zac Efron is set to make his return to Disney, and he's going to star in a new film that's going to debut on Disney+, Plus. but it's a remake of an old film I really, really love, and I hope they don't fuck it up, Three Men and a Baby. Oh really? Is he old enough yeah, to do dancing. that? Yeah, man. I feel. I mean, he's like he's like in his thirties. He's older than he's like our age. Oh, he so, is. Yeah, he's oh. just you know. It, it's, it's like me and him. We're both very handsome, so you can't quite tell. Meanwhile, with you, it's quite obvious that oh, you're like you know I getting understand. up there. You know, that's why. That's why you I know, just, get that <laughs> shit you're tossing my way. You should have stomped <laughs> it out though. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Do you know what's kind of crazy? I didn't know this. The original Three Men and a Baby was uh, directed by Leonard Nimoy, which known to many as the original Spock from Star Trek. For those oh, years. I didn't know that. I think he died. I had no idea. I just found that out when I was. I uh, didn't. I didn't watch Star Trek and stuff. I had friends in school. So oh, I had man. no friends. Okay, yeah, I was so say, <laughs> you should be perfect in this movie. Star Trek should be like your thing. Ooh. Another thing I actually wanted to tell you about. Did you know that Saved by the Bell is coming back? Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I just saw a trailer today, and it has, like, a new cast of younger people, but it has the return of, like, a lot of the originals. Like, A.C. Slater's coming back, you know? He's going to be the high school coach, you know? Then his then his girlfriend on the show, Jesse Spano, will also be back, played by good old-fashioned Liz Berkeley. Yeah. And then Zach Morris, the original OG main character, will be back as well as the mayor of the town, I believe. And then every guy's 90s dream, Kelly Kapowski, will be back too. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. It's going to be on NBC's new streaming service, Peacock, which I had no idea was going to be a fucking thing. And I don't know when it's coming out. It has no official date, but it's expected to come out later this year. So I'm not going to lie. 2020 was kind of a total shit show, and I really thought it was going to suck all the way through. But uh, I guess you can say it was Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? To play devil's advocate, 
<laughs> Netflix just launched a whole bunch of old like '90s um, uh, black sitcoms, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 in their support of the movement. But then Saved by the Bell's oh, like, yeah. we're gonna bring back our show um, without <laughs> the black person. Do you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, ooh, not no Lisa Turtle. Uh, Lisa's not looking so hot these days, man. Have you seen well, her? She's very mentally ill, which <laughs> makes yeah. I'm like, she, y'all just don't want her to recover because that's a low blow. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh, I'm really making progress. They're like, oh, about that. We actually Dude. have a project we're working on, no. and you're not invited. I'm sorry. By the way, another thing. I feel like everything's being remade. A Dirty Dancing sequel is being announced. It's being made. And uh, Jennifer Grey, who played Baby in the original, is going to... With her old nose. Yeah, yeah she's, she got the nose back. She, she got a prosthetic specifically made. And she's going to executive produce and be in charge of the project. So I don't know if she'll actually be in it. Obviously, Patrick Swayze will not be in it. I hear Why? he's busy. <laughs> yeah, he's just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? He has, a, he has a prior commitment, you know. Uh, he has a thing. Well can't, well, can't we just call Whoopi Goldberg to grab her crystal ball and just hope oh, for the God. best? <laughs> it's called a crossover. You know? Jeez. Oh, man. I feel like there was already a sequel, wasn't there? Yeah, but Dirty Dancing Havana Nights was really didn't have anything to do with the original. It was just set in Cuba. I gotta say, I watched uh, I watched Dirty Dancing Havana Nights in uh, in high school in Spanish class during like the last week of school, and I gotta say, it was pretty entertaining. I I gotta oh, yeah? give it two thumbs up. I was a fan. Dancing and, was and, good. The cast you know, was yeah, yeah. You know, it was talented, relatable. You know, you know, good was, acting, uh, pretty people. Where you can't go wrong. <laughs> I can see I can see how these white people would meet this Cuban guy and then be like, "Wow, look at him dancing! We can't do that." Their whole world gets turned upside down by the rhythm. You know, I've seen that happen to uh, many of your fellow Caucasian friends that I have met in my travels here oh, in America. Yeah. Um, you know, usually, usually, I just I just have to do a little move, but every once in a while, I have to challenge myself. You know, and I put my hips into it. You know, like I'm doing right now. You can't see oh, it. But, I can't but see but it. Doing, but I can feel I'm doing it. A masterpiece. I can feel it yeah. to the floor. I'm like breaking a sweat here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel good. Now, now I'm and a little tired. Your girlfriend's tired. on the couch, like, oh fuck, is he doing that again? <laughs> if I do it for like 15 seconds longer, you're gonna hear the the neighbors downstairs brooming the floor, like, hey, <laughs> what's going on up there? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just yell to the vent. We're making loveies and it's beautiful. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're making loveies. It's oh so my beautiful. god! Well, I uh, mean, you guys should come up dude, next time. I feel like the '90s are coming back, man. Like they're everywhere. They're remaking all the shit that we liked from back then, or they're bringing these older shows back into platforms so everybody can access them, making them available to new audiences. I like it. I like it. And that that leaves me. I, there's a lot that we can talk about. About the '90s last week. So, do you, do you have any favorite movies from the '90s? Ooh, the '90s were a fantastic time for film because honestly, yeah. a lot of my favorite movies are from the '90s. The Silence of the Lambs is one of my fa- all-time favorite movies of all time. The Frat Chat Podcast presents Carlos unnecessarily quotes Silence of the Lambs, brought to you by the Moonlight Glowing. Tell me, Senator, did you nurse Catherine yourself? What? Did you breastfeed her? Now wait a minute. Yes, I did. 
toughen your nipples, didn't it? You son of a bitch! Amputate a man's leg and he can still feel it tickling. Tell me, Mom, when your little girl is on the slab, where will it tickle you? That was Carlos Unnecessarily Quotes Sounds of the Lambs, brought to you by the Moon Life Clothing. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. And that was 1991. Uh, Interview with a Vampire is another one of my favorites with uh, Tom Cruise, our good friend Brad Pitt. You didn't know? he? Didn't he? Wasn't his love interest like a little girl? Well, it's complicated. It is complicated. You know, there was a thing with a little girl, and it was played by young Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. But it, they weren't love interests per se. I'm like that would not fly. This but she age. was in love with him. You know, because even though she was in, trapped in the body of a kid, she was like three, four hundred years old. But he saw her as a kid. So essentially, you know, he put her in like the eternal friend zone, you know, because he was like, no, this is kind of weird. You know, I only see you as a child, like a daughter, you know, but he does love her. It's just not like that, you know, just not like that. So that it's part of the the drama of the movie. But that thing had a fucking all-star cast. It had, it had Antonio Banderas, uh, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, uh, Gary was Oldman. Was Selma Hayek in it? No, I wish. She was in another vampire movie later on, but Selma Hayek. Oh, that's a dog. Yeah, but that must have been like 10 years later, I think. I don't know. Oh. Or maybe, maybe late 90s. I don't know. But Summer Hayek and, and Dust Till Dawn still does things to me. That little striptease scene she has Shwing. to this day. Shwing, shwing. Boom, yeah. boom. But it was also, the 90s were a decade for comedies, I feel like. Like we had like the rise of Mike Myers happened in the 90s with what Wayne's World 1 and 2. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, which are like some of my favorite comedies. And Austin Powers, yeah. uh, the first two came out in the 90s, and the better two. I've never seen any of the Austin Powers What? Movies. Oh, my God. I Austin know. Powers 2? I've never seen it. I've never seen Toy Story. What? Never oh, seen, wow. Simo, um, you're missing out on life. Austin Powers 2, I remember I saw, I? That by, I saw that by myself in theaters. So my parents would, would go see a movie that they wanted, and I would usually pick something that I wanted to see with my brother, but he didn't go with me for whatever reason, and I saw saw it alone and i remember everybody sitting there laughing hysterically those still hold up uh toy story will not only make you laugh but it'll definitely make you cry and they're all good the second one i think is hilarious for some reason more so than the others but they are definitely worth watching you need to you need to simo do that and especially right now where there's not much Dude. to do make it a, make it a date night with boo boo you'll get some i don't want to watch it needs to make me cry you know what i remember being real little and, and telling my friends like okay okay i'll go with you to this like stupid movie with this cartoon and the cartoon was all dogs go to heaven and oh, i was like a wreck. oh god like i don't want to even go to school tomorrow <laughs> oh my god yeah fucking a. Up these days you know mm. up is fucking insanely i can't i couldn't make it I couldn't make it through the opening because it just makes you cry. But the movies in the 90s, like, for example, you had The Lion King came out then. And that, when when Mufasa dies, dude, to this day, it Ugh. just gets me, dude. Simba was too young. He wasn't ready, Simo. So sad. <laughs> Let's get back to comedies. This is depressing the shit out of me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and there were also, like... A million other comedies, though. Like, you had Adam Sandler, you know, with, like, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Water Boy. Yes. Chris Farley came and went in the 90s, rest in peace. 
You know, but Jim Carrey also became the man of the nineties with Dumb and Dumber, uh, Ace Ventura, Liar Liar. That was my guy. I remember um, uh, there, there was interviews about um, uh, uh, Chris Farley saying that there was fear that if he lost weight, he wouldn't be funny. And I think to myself, like, you know what? Will Sassel had his better days when he was bigger. Oh, you're going to do like that. It's true. And they were both together in Beverly Hills Ninja, which is one of my favorite movies from the 90s and all together. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. Some of my funnier material is when I talk about being fat. So maybe there's truth to it. <laughs> oh, shit. And remember, we had There's Something About Mary came out in the 90s. Yeah. That was Fuck, good. man. Ben's, all of his movies were fantastic. Yes. That cum scene where she mistakes oh, yes. it for yeah. hair gel is to this day engraved in my head. And it, and for some reason, it, you know it's, what? It's, 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 it's a weird turn on. I don't know. I just come right away. <laughs> my my mom, dad, and I, we, I remember there's a, there's a lot of weekends why I spent um, the the time alone at home with my parents because I wasn't invited anywhere because I was a big loser. So uh, I remember they were, my mom was like, let's watch a movie. And I was like, okay, well, everyone in school is talking about there's something about Mary, but no one's inviting me to go see it with them. Uh, so when it came out on video, we went to Blockbuster. Oh, my God. And yeah. brought it home. And some of the scenes were a little uncomfortable to watch with your parents. But when... Um, it was the jack off scene, and then he like spewed all over his ear. Yep. My mom, my mom put a pillow over my face. <laughs> she, she felt like it was inappropriate for me to watch. Come on, if you're gonna watch that movie, by the time you get to that scene, you already know what you're into. The beginning of the movie opens up with him taking her to prom, and then he gets his fucking ball stuck in, her, in his pants zipper, and they yeah. show the ball. <laughs> Oh my god Dude, Remember they call Like the fire department That was such a good the scene The cop Everybody's on the window Like oh my god Take a look at this He's like no, no He's so embarrassed He's like how How the hell Did you get the zipper To go all the way up <laughs> Dude the fight scene Between Matt Dillon And the dog Is also oh brilliant Oh my god And, and he kills love, the dog <laughs> She's trying to bring that, it Back to life Yeah and also That that, that um, older lady When she had her Her, her like, boobs out up, um, tatters hanging out I was like This is perfection What a funny Oh my god <laughs> So good dude And that's why It's like you know You can't just Black out someone's eyes In one scene That whole movie Is ridiculous And it has a young Brett Favre Too On his prime Make a little yeah. Make a little cameo there. I, I like the movie did you watch Clueless as a kid? Or I were knew. You, you know, for a fact, here's the thing. I almost, I almost was going to talk about Clueless, but I was like, you know what? Let's put Simo to the gay test. He's going to bring up Clueless. <laughs> and here we are. Here oh, my we gosh. Are. It's the best movie of the whole world. I love such it. A, honestly, I love that movie. As is. I watched it recently well, with It was Julie. such a big movie. Well, the, the the movie was just so important. I mean, in the '90s, ultimately, it was towards the late '90s. I think they even had like a TV show on T, on TGIF. Yeah. Um, but because I remember, I remember Dion came back for it. Um, but the movie itself, you know, I I think is a pretty important film for lots of reasons. But one was that the soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and second, because the soundtrack, I mean, they, they kind of catapulted the Cranberries' career. I mean, the Cranberries are already doing well, but, like, they had so many songs that the soundtrack. And also, um, I feel like there's a whole new, like, terminology, the whole new, like, like, um, like vocabulary right. with that movie. For sure, man. It definitely, it was one of those things where it was just, like, like a part of a generation like another one's like american pie for example with the milf guys you know they made milf a thing milf, i feel like that milf, was like milf, like milf. the playbook for 
a lot of guys going through high school in the same way that Clueless might have been the playbook for a lot of girls going through high school, you know? And Clueless had a young Paul Rudd, by the way, who looks exactly the same now because that man will not age. Um, Paul Rudd is friends with my boss. Really? He's a very nice guy. Yeah. And his mom is very sweet, too. Ah, well, you, you, you know a lot when they have nice mothers. I was, th- I was thinking you should make a remake of American Pie, you know, but it's you back in high school, and then, you know, you make the same sex pet as they did, but the, here's, the, here's the twist, the remake twist, you know. In the end, you tell them that you can't lose your virginity at prom to your prom date because you're gay, right? But then, and then everybody reveals that they're gay, and then you all bang. Okay. <laughs> that, that, sound, that sounds good. I'll pick the cast. Perfect, perfect. But if you talk about movies in the 90s, we can't fucking forget about the movie phenomenon of the decade, Titanic, my friend. You know what? My room and I watched that. I watched it for the first time this during pandemic. What? You had never seen Titanic? No, I feel like I always watched bits and pieces when it came on TV or something. And I was like, yikes, oh, this is no, so no, long. No, when yeah, you have yeah. attention deficit disorder, you're like, yikes. Um, but but I have to say that like, you know, it was it was a beautiful movie, a beautiful love story, very well done. But I'm like, why does this band keep playing? Like, y'all better go jump in a boat. Well, then they're gonna die. So I feel like the show must go on, right? You know, gotta do it. Maybe maybe they were drunk. You know, that's that's actually a historical fact. They've been drinking heavily. Uh, <laughs> so that probably yeah, they're like, ah, fuck it. You know, you know, you think about it. We're living through a pandemic. And look how people are acting during it. So, you know, maybe it's not so far-fetched to wonder why they'd be playing. That's true. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and the soundtrack for that, that Dan Celine Dion song, which I just can't, I can't bring myself to hate on it because, you know, it's so good. It was so goddamn good, Simo. Okay. <laughs> What's a better soundtrack, um, Titanic or Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump, for sure. That's not even a contest, you know? Titanic had one song. Forrest Gump is full of amazing music, fucking front to back. What kind of a question is that? (sighs) Just watched that recently again. Julie had never seen it. Run, Forrest, And we we both cried. And I have seen it a million times, and I still cry watching that shit. When he he says goodbye to her in the end, come on, man. It's such a good movie. And the soundtrack is so good. Yep, she died of AIDS. And, you know, I, I... Many many have come to the realization as you get older and watch the movie again that Jenny is not so much of a good person. But you do see why in the movie, you know? Like, her dad was abusive, so she just was into, of course, abusive guys all her life. Minus Forrest, who's the good guy. And I guess you could say he got her in the end, but is he the winner? I don't know. I get the sense that she had sex with a lot of people, and I would be like, Maury. Well, you know, I, thought, I, mean, I would definitely. Test this kid. Some would have definitely said to uh, test the kid, you know. And it's Forrest Gump. His IQ level was quite low. But, uh, you know, at least the kid wasn't black. <laughs> you know what, though? And me, myself, and Irene. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he, has the, he has the three Jim black Carey kids. He had kids that were mixed And race that was movies. so funny. That is, I mean, that's a, that's a 2000s movie, but. That was another hilarious movie. By the way, now we have to segue off movies. Uh, 
Did you ever have a Tamagotchi? Oh, did I have a Tamagotchi? Yeah. And those shits would die in my locker. Dude, I had one, but mine was awful. Like, I remember my friends had, like, all the cool ones, like a chicken or a bunny or something cool. Mine was a frog. My parents got me a frog. I think it was a knockoff version because no one else had a frog. Was, um, I know what it was. It, it was a Gigapet. Yeah. They had and Gigapets. And I had a frog Gigapet for sure. Um, and then, you know what I would do? I would change the time. From like it would be like eleven fifty nine, because here's the thing: my all my pets die, not my real ones. <laughs> well, no, they're they're all dead. But <laughs> oh, but um, but they're all they're all buried <laughs> in the backyard. But not of my doing, of old age. Uh, so these giga pets, um, I don't know. I couldn't keep any of these little bitches alive. I would feed it. I would discipline it. I would clean up after them. Like yo, this is too much work. So I would change the time. So I would have it set at. Um, 11.59 p.m. And then it would, two minutes would go by. It would be uh, 12.01 a.m. And then I would change the time again to p.m. And then let it go. Oh. So I would make it uh, every day go by Ooh, quickly. Uh, I, w- I would rig the system so that I would have an actual <laughs> frog. Because people would be like, oh, my God, look how big my little animal is. And I was like, oh, I'm on number three because they keep dying. <laughs> but let me tell you. Mine would never I, grow. The, the, that little fucker got big. Mine, mine would never grow to make it to, to pass the tadpole. So I was like, fuck this. And then there it was. But I feel like I feel like the 90s between the video games and things like that, like, if you think about it, we started having so much access to computers. Like, that was the first time. You know, I remember my dad bringing a, a computer home for the first time and had, like, Windows 95 with like a three and a half floppy disk that could fit like two pictures, if that, you know, and dial up internet, you know. All that shit was brought to you by the and 90s. No one can use the phone. Yep, exactly. You know, the, but if you, <laughs> your mom would pick up the phone and call a friend, and you're like, oh my God, I have to do homework. <laughs> and, and dude, like, I remember when we were able to get like different phone lines just so you could have internet and the phone. It was like life changing. It's like, oh, look at you with two phone lines. Whoa. But, the, the dial-up came, really. like the, I feel like what the internet really streamlined was porn, if you think about it, for kids everywhere. Because before the internet, if you wanted, if you wanted to find porn, you had to find hard copies of that shit. <laughs> hard. You know, which usually meant, like, stealing from, like, your dad's magazines. And then next thing you know, you're, like, sitting there with all your buddies and you're going through, like, your dad's stuck-together porn pages and, you know, his old Playboys. And it's, like, then it came dial-up. And, sure, it took you, like, 12 minutes to see a titty because download download speeds were so well, slow. Well, but, you know, look at look well, where you're at my, today with you porn or Pornhub and oh, everything on your cell phone. It's, like, What? The future is here. Dude, when I was younger, um, I used to, I feel like when my friends had like sleepovers, we would turn on channel 98 and watch scrambled porn and we'd be like, yo, <laughs> that's, a that's boom. definitely a titty. No, that's an elbow. Oh, wait, it's no, someone's it's dick. A cat or, it's a knee. <laughs> you know? And we would, we would watch, Skin, I would catch my dad watching Skinamax and Showtime late at night. I'd be like, Dad, there's no plot. Just a bunch of big old tabs. And he's like, You better go to bed. I'm going to tell Mom. He's like, Shh, I'm trying to listen. And he's like, He's like, I've replayed you for the Playboy for the articles. No, you don't. Yeah, right. Then why do you have a boner while you read, Dad? Right? What oh, shit. And then in the 90s, we had all this tech. And also, that's when we first got Napster. 
which was the first place where you could ever oh, download yeah. music. Like LimeWire. Yep, and LimeWire came a little later, but Napster got so big and it changed the way, it literally changed the way we listen to music between that and then and then LimeWire. Yeah, but it went from you know buying CDs to just to to singles. You know, people downloading singles, and the music industry was still huge. You know, like the Britney Spears and everybody. And we'll talk about that in a second. They were selling big numbers, but then you you as you walked into the next decade, you started seeing record sales and CD sales going down big time and it was because of this you know people started buying singles and that's how iTunes operates now you know like people just and the same thing with Spotify yeah. it's all about the individual songs and sure you can buy whole whole albums but most people just like what they like you know so they go through it I feel like technology really like skyrocketed through the 90s if you think about it like in the early 90s what's a cell phone you know maybe maybe rich people in t- on tv had like a um car phone that was like humongous yep. it was the size of a brick but like just the fact that your house had a cordless phone was like a big deal right. then fast forward to the late 90s when like how do you get anywhere without a cell phone like you need a cell phone i, I remember the brick ass phones like my dad had a phone so big he dropped it and it was about to go down a sewer, but it didn't fit in the sewer. So he was able to fish it out, and it was totally fine. That's so funny. And these things would, like, fall man. off, like, everywhere and would still would, would still work, man. I have no idea. Everything in the 90s was, like, so unpredictable. Like, everything was, like, so so crazy that when we hit um, – uh, was, it, was it called 9-2-K? Y-2-K. No. Y-2-K. What's Y mean? Well, the year 2000. Oh, Y2K? Yeah, 2K, 2000. Oh, that's what I meant? Year 2000? Oh! Oh! <laughs> I had no... Oh, my God. <laughs> I had no idea. I, well, this whole time... Well, you know, that, that shows you how bright I was. Uh, so I remember as a kid, my, my mom being telling my sister, like, for, for Y2K, like, the new year, like, I really want you to be home with the family in case something happens. Because everyone's like, end the world. Yeah. And I was like, what about me? And my mom was like, do you have plans? <laughs> I I, I just wanted to complain. I could. (laughs) I could have plans. You could just salvage my feelings and tell me the same thing you told her. Damn it. (laughs) It's okay. You're a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? (laughs) Which is a perfect segue to really the last topic of the 90s, which has to be the music. You know, and the 90s was loaded mm-hmm. with epic shit. Like 1991, Michael Jackson comes out with a dangerous album, which I remember I had it in cassette tape. It was my mom's. And I listened to that shit forward and back so many times that oh, yeah. like the tape like exploded. And I had that song out, Black or White. And remember the time where the video had like Eddie Murphy, uh, Magic Johnson, and all these other people. But and I think Iman, the model, yeah, right? That is correct, my friend. She was uh, the love interest in the video for Michael. Yeah. I mean, she was with Eddie Murphy. But then she saw Michael. Like, oh, hey there. It's me, Michael Jackson. I've traveled back in time. Now I'm going to show you these awesome dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> you knocked me off of my feet now, baby. <laughs> and then she was like, I got to have them. I got to have them. And then they all dance. Yeah. It's pretty much the video. And then also, 1991 was also the year that Metallica came out with the Black Album. Yeah! You know, which is one of the better ones of all time, uh, including Enter Sandman. I wasn't a huge Metallica fan. I liked Nirvana. And I was just about to say, 1991 was also the year that Nirvana releases 
Nevermind, which features Smells Like Teen Spirit, which changed music yeah. as we know it. And, and Nirvana really changed the way music went because before that it was like hair metal and things like that. And then here they come, this grunge band from Seattle, you know, and literally completely altered the music scene. And then you go fast forward to 92, you get things like Dr. Dre comes out with The Chronic. TLC's first album was 92. Snoop Dogg comes in 1993 with Doggy Style. Plus, we got both Biggie and Tupac in the 90s. R.I.P. both. As well as Jay-Z's first album came in the 90s. It's, it's a powerhouse of every type of music. And you also had the teeny boppers, you know, like the Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera's, the boy bands, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, uh, 98 Degrees. You know, you got the J-Lo becomes a thing, Destiny's Child, Aaliyah, R.I.P. as well. It's like, man, like, it was... What about um, Lauren Hill had a, a, a huge album, The Miseducation? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. You know, it's funny. I remember, I remember like being on the on the bus, and um, uh, I had my. I think I had like a, a CD like Walkman. That every time the bus hit a bump, like it, it was scared, man. My, my CD jump, you know. Yeah, it was awful. But I remember in in Baltimore, we listened to ninety two Q, and uh, it, was, it was an R and B station. I remember they were playing the the, the song. Um, um, it was like a doo-wop or something like 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 girl you know you better watch out you know um you know what I'm, talk- yeah, I'm talking yeah. about but I remember being so conflicted I was like oh I really want to hear that song but you know um who will save your souls by 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 jewel is playing in my ears and I just I can't make a decision it's Sophie's choice it's a both great song is it, is it sad um, that you said a uh, doo-wop and I started thinking of um bop boop down Oh, that's us. Bob Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Late 90s, right? That was, that was like 1997. Music was all over the place. It was. It was, there was, it was all it good. It really was. I remember <laughs> that song, Umbop, back in my PR days. I remember I was on my way to work one time on the on the PATH train to the city. And this it was like 7 in the morning. And this girl was blasting it in her headphones. And everybody could hear it because it was like the old iPhone ones, you know? And literally everyone on the train is like sighing, you know, everybody's so tired and this bitch is blasting Hanson Umbop. And the song is coming to an end. So everybody's like, thank God that's over. But nope, it wasn't over. It wasn't over at all, Mr. Simo. Bitch hit back and started playing the song again from the beginning. And everybody on the train was like, ah, God damn it. And she had no idea. She was just living her best life. And I still think about that to this very day, Simo. To this very day. Uh, why couldn't she just listen to a different fucking song that morning? Why, Hanson? Why? Why? It's been like 23 years since that song came out. It just makes no sense. <laughs> it just makes no sense. <sighs> Maybe she was doing it on purpose. Maybe she was. Everything about that? Okay. I think I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, I am. Should I get back to it? Okay. I will. Just for you guys. I'll push through. Just for you guys. But anyways, 
so so here here's my question for you. Yeah. Um, Brittany or Christina? Shoot. Christina, hundred percent. Ooh, that's a tough. I think Christina I was is. Guy. I think Brittany is a great performer, and mm-hmm. I think Christina is a better singer. Of course, I think she is the better yeah. artist. Um, okay, so yeah. question for you: In Sync or Backstreet Boys? Ooh, I was. I have to go Backstreet Boys, but I like Justin Timberlake more as a solo artist than than I did In Sync or Backstreet Boys. I think he does great shit. You know okay. what I mean? But Backstreet Boys were my group. Brandy or Monica? Hmm. Well, honestly, I don't really know enough of their songs to based on that. So that depends. Is Brandy driving? Because if so, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch what I say. Ooh, I mean, damn. too soon, too soon. <laughs> no, not too soon. Well, I guess that horrible joke is a good way to segue into the bad boys, the music, right? Yeah, the bad boys. I'm a bad boy now. Hear me out. Yeah, hear me say bad things, man. You have all these music, but you also had like the anti-heroes in music in the nineties, like the Eminem's, you know, the Limp Biscuits. Oh, Corn, Rage, Rage Against the Machine, Marilyn Manson. What did you think of Blink One Eighty Two? I fucking love them. Ooh, I love me some Blink too. My first concert ever uh, was Blink One Eighty Two, actually, and no doubt. Who's Wen Stefani? I'm still in love with. Call me. So this may not be a good comparison, but my next one was going to be Blink One Eighty Two or Good Charlotte. Oh, that's not even a question. Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, the way, son. I was yeah, really I not so a good Charlotte fan whatsoever. I mean, they just didn't do it for me. I don't know. And, of course, the 90s was the land of the music videos. So, of course, MTV needed a little TV show so we could watch all those videos. And that's why, my friends, the gods gave us TRL. And here's the thing. They would only show, like, 30 seconds of each music video, you know? But that was enough. I didn't even give a shit. I was just seeing. I, I would love watching it. And Carson Daly was so likable, you know? I feel like he was so yeah, cool for the era. Yeah, um, he was such like a, I don't know. I thought he was kind of a loser when I was younger. I mean, he's definitely <laughs> likable, but Ouch. I remember he used to paint his, some of his fingernails. Yeah, his that's bike, true. You know, um, uh, he was definitely trying. Yeah, he was, was trying like, to be so dude. cool. And then he would want to hang out with um, uh, Chris Rock. He was like, yeah, Chris Rock and I, we hung out this and that. I think to myself, like, dude, you were, like, shitting your pants the moment he was like, who wants to do some drugs? He's like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, and then he dated Tara Reid for a little bit, and I thought, you lucky yeah. dog, because she was a hot something or another. And she was you were so just a hot. doughy little, like, you know, host of a show. Damn! Um, he definitely got <laughs> big, and they got really skinny for the voice, right? And I honestly don't know. Again. Ooh, did He's he? like the Al Roker of like of white people. Music. Oh, white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was wondering what ever happened to him, but yeah, he's still around. So good for him, man. But I remember, like, I would get home and just need to watch TRL, even though it was man, the I would same run. videos. I would book it to vote. Who would? Who did you ever vote? Who did you vote for? Well, uh, I was not born in America, so I couldn't <laughs> vote at the time. But other than that, I was always for an Eminem to want to do well. I loved Limp Bizkit in the late 90s. I thought they were so cool. Dude, you know, I loved Maya. Maya. Maya was hot, too, man. I loved Maya, and I loved I anything felt that was... Um, I felt things. Oh, what's her face? Um, oh, shit. I think... 
Oh fuck! I can't remember her name. There's the, the work it. I need a glass of water. What's a ta ta? Says a ta 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 ta. What's her name? Missy Elliott, man. Missy Elliott. Yeah, Missy. We we can't forget about Missy. She also came out in the '90s, and I think she. I mean, I don't think she brought him in, but she did a lot of stuff with Busta Rhymes, who also got big in the '90s, who I love. You know, the '90s just had so much good fucking music from all kinds of genres and artists. It was awesome, man. I I really I got to say. We nailed it, being 90s kids. Uh, you know what's interesting? Like, um, uh, yes, the 90s has some great music, great TV, great video games, great movies, yada, yada. But when I think of the 90s, like, I immediately, I immediately think of, like, oh, my gosh, we sure did slut shame the fuck out of Monica Lewinsky. Oh, and if I could go back yeah. in time, I would be like, girl, it's not your fault. Because <laughs> we sure did want to just... Ruin her, and no one wanted to go against Bill well, Clinton. I don't know. I'd argue a lot of a lot of Republicans went after Bill Clinton, which is which is why he was in, impeached to begin with. But people definitely slut shamed the fuck out of Monica. Like it was like haters too, haters. Because come on, like, you know, I remember I remember defending OJ Simpson because it was the cool oh. thing to do. You know, I was like, no, he's out there practicing his well. golf swing. He wouldn't murder <laughs> his wife. He's, yeah, no, he's he did like that. a prized, <laughs> like American gem. He look, he's an athlete, but no, he's he's a bad person. Yeah, no, he um, killed her. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think about that kind of stuff too. You know, um, I think there's a lot of like news articles. A lot of I think of John, John Benet Ramsey and oh wait, was it the nineties? Uh, yeah, that was the nineties. Yo, her fucking brother murdered her ass. Ooh. No doubt about it. Yeah, there's a cool documentary on Netflix about that case, actually. It's kind of, it's a documentary, but it's played as if they were auditioning people for the movie of it. So they have different people reading the lines. Um, so they rotate through the characters. So it's kind of weird to explain. But they go through the murder uh, investigation bit by bit using actors to recreate the different characters and the players, which is the parents, the cops, etc. But it's so interesting because, I mean, obviously, I was I was like a little kid when that shit came out. So I wasn't paying attention to that case. But I remember it being everywhere. But watching it back now, it's fucking crazy. And you definitely didn't know who to suspect at all in that family. So I'm with you. It could be the brother for sure. That was scary. So scary. Now, was it the 90s when, um, was it Colin Powell or was it Dick Cheney that shot someone in the ass? No, no, no. It was, it was they shot him in the face. And that was the Bush years. It was Dick Cheney, too. Oh. Remember when we thought Bush was the worst thing that happened to America? Yes. <laughs> <Spoke> too soon. <laughs> there was one point in our, in our history where we were like, okay, the three most important people in this, in this nation are named Bush, Dick, and Colin. It can't get worse. And then 2020 came, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> Joke's on us. 2020 came and trumped that, huh? Okay, that was awful. But I loved it. So I don't care. But on that note, it's time for us to wrap up and get out of here. But before that, make sure you follow us at Frat Chat Podcast on social media. That means on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We're not on TikTok because apparently Trump is shutting it down anyways. So fuck it. It's not happening. But you can also yeah. follow me at Carlos Does the World, and I am on TikTok. So follow me there on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, and Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you follow Simo. And Simo, do you remember your social media? Oh, gosh. It's just Chris Moore on Facebook. 
Pathetic star. Uh, Chris.more.comedy on Instagram and there we Twitter. Fuck. See more comedy. Is that what it is? Yes. See more comedy. There you go. You remember. So, well, let me just tell you this. This is your brain, and this is your brain on drugs. And on that <laughs> note, 90s Sayonara, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. Love you guys. Perfect. Thank you for loving the show and supporting. And we're out of here. Talk See to the you. hands. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.